This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. So last week, we had on award-winning television host and best-selling author Joan London on the show, who you'll remember from Good Morning America. And we talked about her book, Why Did I Come Into This Room? A Candid Conversation About Aging. And one of the biggest fears she writes about that we all have is the fear of forgetting, of losing one's memory. So today's show takes everything a step further. Today we're addressing how to improve the quality of life for people who are living with memory changes. The Bitov Method is a nonprofit organization, a gathering of professional artists like singers and dancers, musicians, painters, and artists from various disciplines, all who share the same overarching goal of improving the quality of life for people with dementia. The Bitov Method also helps improve their caregivers' lives. And thanks to technology, people are able to connect with the Bitov Method these days in a virtual format where the classes and the community are now being offered online. The Bitov Method, which used to be located at the Dots of Bitov Wellness Arts Academy and is now available on Zoom, is a variety of arts-based classes for adults. The respectful and engaging sessions include music appreciation, sing-along, songwriting, creative movement, visual arts, drama, and so much more. You can expect a healthy dose of feel-good energy and lots of laughter in these lively and creative classes. No special skills required. You just need to ride the wave of creativity together. All classes are interactive, and the artists and team leaders engage with the participants for an hour and a half. Classes are kept intimate with a maximum of 10 people per class. Here to tell us all about the Bitov Method today is artistic director Kristen Bartlett and artistic team member and two-time Grammy award-winning musician Simon Law. Kristen Bartlett is the artistic project manager of the Bitov Method and her background in community arts and recreational therapy allows her to creatively and compassionately lead her team of talented artists to build meaningful connections with their community online. Simon Law is a two-time Grammy-winning musician, songwriter, record producer, teacher, and artist team member at the Bitov Method. His Grammys are with UK band Soul to Soul, one being the global hit Back to Life. He has worked in the field of music and dementia for over eight years, and his work is featured in this beautiful film that they all did that I encourage you all to see called Music is Life which was made at the Dots of Bitov Wellness Academy before the pandemic, of course. Kristen Bartlett and Simon Law, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Oh, thank you for having us. So great to have you here. So I just find what you're doing to be fascinating. And I just want to ask you, Kristen, to, to begin, what is the Bitov Method 
and how did it come to be? Sure. Uh, the Bitov method, as you uh, so graciously pointed to in terms of your beautiful intro, it came out of the Dots of Bitov Wellness Academy. So we had a physical space back in the day before COVID. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we had to shut our doors. Um, and then what we did was the team got together and we reimagined how we can reconnect with our community. Uh, we felt a pull to be able to figure out how we could do that. And, um, and we transitioned to an online setting. So we are an arts academy. Um, well, that we use art as an opportunity to connect with people living with dementia. And we have wonderful artists, like you said, in various disciplines that offer uh, amazing classes that offers a lot of opportunities for creativity, um, for laughter and for joy. So you have created an academy for arts and intergenerational learning, which is on the cutting edge of this new philosophy with this concept of relational caring. Can I just maybe ask Simon for an example of what relational caring would look like if you had to paint us a picture with words? To me, it means um, the first, the central part of it is, is making a relationship with this person and uh, being open to this person that you're with in this case, someone living with dementia, who is actually, and also the staff members, everybody there, all making relationships, a web of relationships, a family, community, with a real open heart and an openness to wherever that person is. And the wonderful thing is that the arts, and I'm a musician, so I, I sort of feel musician music is has a special sort of way of, of facilitating this and making it much more easy to do. Music, if you sing together, if you dance together, if you just listen to some music together, you kind of effortlessly come together. And then relational caring and understanding and seeing the person in their true colors, to quote a song, it's very easy. I love that you teach people the ukulele. Yes. Yeah, the ukulele is, you play ukulele together, you're buddies, you know, it's just... It happens very quickly. And uh, in my own professional life, people I've been in a room and written a song with, and I really have spent no other time with them. I'm forever close to this person, you know. It's a very, it's a profound thing that happens. I just want to go back for a minute and just, um, you know, tell our listeners, those who don't understand it completely, what exactly is dementia? And also, what is the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's? Because I think people don't really understand. Sure. Yeah, dementia is sort of an overarching term for people living um, with various changes in terms of memory loss, while Alzheimer's is, is a specific form of dementia. One of the beautiful things about our space is that we're a non-medical environment. And so what's really lovely and inclusive about our philosophy and our, and our academy is that we, um, we don't require anyone to show up and to prove that they have dementia or, or Alzheimer's, that they, anyone who identifies as having memory loss is welcome to be part of our community. And what's really um, also really lovely about being in a non-medical environment is that um, no one needs to fill out a form to sort of showcase what their background is. So we um, have an opportunity to meet people where they are without having a sort of form and um, a whole medical um preconceived notions of who someone is, that instead we have the ability to have someone to come in um, either now 
before it used to be in a physical space. So we'd we'd physically be with someone or now that we are in a virtual space, we are together and we don't have any preconceived notions. We, we really discover who they are through our relationships and through the curiosity of art making. And, uh, and we discover really beautiful things about our members. And, um, and oftentimes um, we discover things that potentially their caregivers had no idea existed. We get to have these wonderful experiences with people. So we're able to elicit some really beautiful memories or some beautiful um, opportunities that aren't living in these preconceived notions of what someone can and can't do. Can you paint us a picture of what it's like to be in this online arts-based environment doing the Beethoven Method? Um, each of our classes, as we mentioned, is, is offered by artists in various disciplines. So they all um, have a background in relational caring, which means that the art is used as a medium to be able to have um, important engagement, especially in the midst of the pandemic, where people have been isolated and people have been um, kind of shut into their homes and unfortunately couldn't see or be part of, you know, different um, events and things that are going on in their lives, that we are able to sort of bring that joy and that laughter and those opportunities to feel part of something. Um, I've often heard from many of our members is that they they feel like they're in a room together with one another, that that is quite interesting that the technology has transcended to the point where they feel that they're amongst each other, uh, which I think is really telling in terms of the relationships that are being built, the trust that's there, the opportunities to share parts of their lives and, um, and the joy that people feel and look forward to. Um, another one of our members calls it her TV uh, program where she she feels that it's a it's like um she's part of a, a TV program and and that like you know you're on like the price is right or something like there's something kind of funny about about that way but That's um, nice. yeah yeah lovely so guys and this is for either of you I'm just wondering what are some of the ways to combat the challenges of memory loss I think people really as Joan London pointed out in her book it's our biggest fear is forgetfulness is mm -hmm. is memory issues and what are some things that you have discovered through the Beethoven method that can help us combat those challenges? I think um, what we are able to do in our environment is create a joyful opportunity to live in the moment. I think a lot of times, and it's inevitable with your caregivers that you worry about a lot of things that are going to happen in the future and you hold on to a lot of things that happened in the past, who they used to be and what they're able to do. And so what's amazing about our, our ability is that we have the ability to be in the moment with people. And I think that if people can all can tap into that ability to, to let go of the shoulds and coulds and woulds and, um, and allow themselves to be creatively present with somebody um, and 
to be silly and to find things that are that excite you and them that's the magic you know that's the thing that if you can do that that's really where you want to live and sit because it it removes expectations mm-hmm. and you find just those really lovely moments of um of being in the moment it, it sounds to me like mindfulness, which is a big part of this show, of, and we we do a lot of yoga and meditation, and we're finding more and more that that's really the answer is let's not worry about what just happened, what's about to happen, and let's live in this moment and just find the joy and the happiness and the peace and the calm and the tranquility and the excitement, the everything in this exact moment, right? Yeah. And, sure. And it sounds like you're doing this in in such a beautiful way. There's also such a stigma about this word. I've I've experienced this with a family, a very close family member, and really feel it. So I was very touched by Simon in the film talking about your dad, and we'll get to that later on. But I really understand it. And I, I find it's heartbreaking sometimes for the doctor in the film, for instance. I didn't want to get to the film yet, Music is Life, which is so beautiful. Everyone is a documentary that these wonderful people did. And we'll tell you more, and we're going to have some clips from the film as well. But there's a moment where the doctor in the film just wants to drive a car again. He just wants to drive. And my heart just broke when I heard his story, because this was a doctor. He wants to be with his patients who became his friends. So there's a heartache. That's part of it. For sure. And it sounds like you're finding some wonderful ways to uh, find some joy in the midst of all of it. Well, you know, I, I do sort of recall many, many moments when quite often the folks would come in quite a distressed state because the morning, you know, getting ready, then a taxi ride or whatever it is, however they've got here, might have been difficult. And, and then they arrive into a, a space where it's okay, it's all right, everything's okay. We, there's lots of lovely smiles here there's lots of interesting things to do you don't have to do it if you don't want to you could sit on your own and someone one of the people will come and talk to you and just have a little quiet time and you could you could see this happen time and time again where life gets tough at home because you're all squashed together you're living this um living dementia that the caregivers everyone is it's really a, a great challenge at the least when they came to us there was this lovely environment of support and laughter and smiles and joy and then a lot of that worry and ache falls away it's a transformation that really was very palpable you know um, right in front of your eyes it almost feels like it's a respite like you're providing this oasis for people for sure to just forget about all the medical stuff and just live in the moment and live in joy and in bliss and of course in music what about the stigma part of it how do you tackle that yeah i think i'd like to also add to what simon's saying is that i i do think it's also important to allow people to feel what they feel so if yeah. someone is coming in with you know, any anxieties or difficulties they've had, it's important and we feel it's important to allow that person to to name it, to feel it, and to allow them to go through the motions of releasing it before we're going to move on to something else. And now that we're in an online setting, one of the really beautiful things as well is that, um, you know, off the top, as I said, it's a great check-in and we check out at the end. And one of our members, I, I remember, started by saying, I feel like garbage today. 
she said, I feel, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And then um, one of our lovely artists, Steve, was um, had a music program and she's really a music lover. And we had a really lovely class. And at the end, we did a checkout and he said, so now how do you feel? And she's like, <laughs> I feel joyful and I feel present and I feel happy and I feel included. And, and that stayed with her because the next time she came to the class, she quoted that. She said, you know, the last time I came to your class, I said I felt like garbage and really music is such a powerful thing. So you're always surprised by, you know, A, what people remember and how, you know, music and art making and togetherness just has a way of, um, of, of honoring where you're at and allowing someone to go through the motions to potentially move into something else. I love that story. And I think you're talking about Steve Coven, who we've had on the show, on our show. He is one of the people who first talked to me about the Bitov Method, along with my good friend, Della Bitov. And this Bitov Method is the subject of the beautiful film, the documentary called Music is Life, directed by Anthony Grani. And I'm just wondering how this film came to be. And I wanted to say... I think this film, Music is Life, is required viewing for everyone because it confirmed for me that there's millions of ways for people with dementia to express themselves that are creative and wonderful. We're going to go on a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to hear how this beautiful film, Music is Life, came to be. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And I'm joined by Kristen Bartlett and Simon Law from the Dots of Bitov Wellness Academy and the Bitov Method. So can you tell us about the evolution of this beautiful film and a little bit about it? Mm-hmm, sure. What, one of the wonderful things about um, Dots of Bitov Wellness Academy, it. it and this is carried on into the bit of method. When I'm talking about these two entities, it's one and the same. Word. Um, but then it was the physical space. It had a it had a background, a sort of a supporting um, element of research. And three very eminent people: Christina Jonas Simpson, Pia Contos, and um, Sherry Dupuis, who are all professors in this field. Christine Jonas Simpson has made several films, and she was really the one who saw this as a, a, a making a documentary film would be a good way to represent this and, and its relation caring and how, how it works and show it, you know. But it's all based around research and what research is showing works. And so she wanted to reflect that into a, into a documentary. And um, so it was a long process to make the film. Um, 
probably about three to four years. And um, wow. a lot of filming and a lot of, uh, a lot of work. But, but what comes over is uh, you have a snapshot of three people, people who have dementia, who are living with dementia and their families, and me as an artist doing what I do, and how that all kind of starts to flow together and work. And then wonderful team members, artists speaking as well, scientists who research this stuff, you know, talking and threading it all together and to, to sort of show you that the arts are so crucial for connection, you know, and a beautiful sort of um, vehicle to help us connect with one another, you know, um, and music especially so it is it, it's quite extraordinary you know uh i'm still amazed at this and i've yes. been a professional musician for most of my life 40 years and uh you know just turned 60 the other day by the way folks Happy birthday <laughs> uh and uh so i've been doing it for a while and i'm still learning how this thing called music so profound to us human beings, you know, mm -hmm. and so essential for our well-being. I love the part in the film, Simon, where um, somebody is playing Bach, and a cellist is playing Bach. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and that was very meaningful to you, and I'd love you to talk about that. But just how music can reach a part of your brain when the rest of your brain is not working the way it might have been working before. And music seems to get to that part of the brain. And I know this from this very close person in my life. His favorite song was Edelweiss. And even when many of his language skills were not there, every word, every note was perfection. He knew how to sing Edelweiss from the sound of music perfectly. What is it? Can either of you speak to this power of music to reach those parts of the brain that, that and, and, you, and you can feel like, you know, you're, you're free in a way? Yeah, not that I have any sort of background in that research to quote right now, but what I can only speak to is the effects that I see in folks when they um, come and they uh, engage in music and around music, especially music that they love, how uh, in some cases, some people um, can be quite silent, quite nonverbal, and then music all of a sudden just triggers something that lyrics come back to some people who are who are pretty nonverbal so it's it's a really interesting part of the brain where it fe it feels like lyrics and music sort of embed into the fundamentals of who we are and what makes us human and um and it just is something that regardless of whatever's going on in the brain because of the disease that it it holds on to it because it's um it's such a crucial part of who we are mm -hmm. I love Simon to tell his story about the cello, but I also just want to say there's a character in the film that says, I just feel happy after I've been at the Dots of Beethoven Academy and, and <laughs> with everyone. I just feel happy and the music makes me happy. So I'd love you to speak to that and, and to your own personal story, Simon. Yeah, thank you. Um, I got interested in dementia and, and music because my father had a long journey with dementia, really you know, he had nearly 18 years uh, mm. ha having been diagnosed. And then, you know, if we look back, it was probably a good few years before that, or really before it was diagnosed properly. In fact, he was had, diagnosed with depression to begin with, and then, but, um, 
anyway, I come from a very musical family. My mother was a classical musician and a professional musician. Uh, Dad wasn't a, didn't play any instruments, but he was a, a huge lover of music. He was an Anglican minister, and he loved um, well, he loved Bach's music uh, very much. But he, he was eclectic. He we lived in Trinidad in the West Indies. He loved steel pan uh, music. He loved folk music. He loved reggae. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, 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 um, I do say it in the, in the film somewhere. I was, I was with him, um, you know, maybe about five years before he passed, and we were, we were having an after, afternoon nap together, and we just had the radio on, Classic FM in London. That's where he was. And they, they were playing some beautiful um, Bach's piano music. And I heard my dad just sigh, a sigh of utter joy, like, <sighs> you know. And I said, Dad, wow. Do you like this? And he said, yeah. It sounds like water. It sounds like a stream. You know, and, and um, Bach's music tumbles over itself. You never really know when it's going to end. It just tumbles over itself like a little beautiful stream. And, um, you know, and what, in the movie, they put that with this fellow playing Bach's cello concerto. Oh, it's, uh, it makes me cry to even think of it. But, um, you know, that's, I, I did read somewhere where that how we relate to music doesn't involve c- cognitive thought. I mean, we can think about music in, in a cognitive way. Of course we can. But there's another element of our connection to music that's got nothing to do with co- cognition. And it just... What you know? Why does why does a song move you so? You know, and not, and someone else no no it doesn't really touch them. Why do why when we're sad do we like to listen to sad songs? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> somehow. And there was a, a wonderful uh, woman who came to uh, the Beethoven method, and I have a recording of this, and I put it into um, into the song uh, "Music Takes You High," which is in the film, and she says. Music is the only way we remember our emotions. And it was, uh, wow. You know, and I started to think about that. And it's sort of, um, there is a way in which music captures an emotion, you know, in a way that sometimes words can come close, but there's still an element sort of not quite there. That's lovely. That's so lovely. I'd love to now go back to some of the gorgeous music by Simon Law in the film. And uh, Music Takes You Higher. What a magnificent song. Simon, how was that created? It was fascinating to watch how you put this all together. Can you set this up for us? What was the inspiration behind Music Takes You Higher? And what was involved in creating this piece? The inspiration came from Dr. Christina Jonas Simpson, who wanted to make this film. She'd seen me write other songs with them, beforehand so she knew knew that this sort of process was in place and um so she said could could you write a song about the meaning of music in our lives with them and i just thought wow that's such a cool idea (laughs) (laughs) yes i can (laughs) and you know and so we started off and uh just collecting all of these um wonderful thoughts i had a couple of big brainstorm boards, loads of things that people were coming up with, how, how it touches us, you know, 
all the many ways music reaches us. Um, yes. and, and then and then we we listen we listen to lots of music together too, you know, and our favorite music. What is this about this that really we love so much, you know, and, and so many elements came together. Um, and I would like to say that dancing is so important. I, I do feel like music and dancing, they're seen as two different disciplines, but really to me, they kind of joined, mm-hmm. inherently joined, mm-hmm. uh, intrinsically joined. Because, um, you know, we can all have a go at singing and we can all move our bodies, you know, to whatever degree. And um, so it was very important to me to have a song that you could dance to, a song that you could sing along to, that reflected all of our sort of what it meant to us. I, I love that you just mentioned that you created this big board and, and, and asked everyone what they love about music and what music can do for you. And you put circles around everybody's answers and it was sort of looked like a big mind map or a blueprint, <laughs> yeah. a brainstorm blueprint. And you made several big charts with phrases like soothe the soul, relaxes you, transports you, takes you higher. And, and, and it was just fascinating to see that that was a lot of this material is what, what created the song. So without- Straight into the song, yeah. Yes, just so beautiful. Let's have a listen to this gorgeous song made by many of the members of the Beethoven Method called Music Takes You Higher. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. That's just so gorgeous. I, I just, I've listened to it so many times and I love it every time even more. And I want to tell everyone, our listeners, to watch this documentary, Music is Life. It's really eye-opening and it's really quite beautiful. And Simon, you have an adage at the Academy for both the artists and the participants that music is life. Can you explain? Well, uh, I first heard that phrase from, again, Christine Jonas Simpson, she, they were playing with all sorts of ideas for this movie, uh, ideas for the title of the movie. And they're an amazing bunch, these professors. They brainstorm and they go around the houses and everything. And, they, and then they settled on this thing. And she, and she came to tell me, you know, about it. Because the more they boiled it down, they saw that, you know, music... It, it enlivens us. It brings us back to life. It sort of, it, it lifts us, you know. It is, there's an, a way in which music is part of our lives. It really is, um, what's that word when it's profoundly, in, you know, it's utterly profound to us, intrinsic to our, our beings. Without it, we really struggle, you know. Music, and music is everywhere. We can go outside and we hear birds singing. We can, you know, we can hear music in, and so many things in the cicadas and, and whatever, you know. I've just done it. I'm working on my album at the moment. I've done a song with Humpback Whale Song and music with with the Humpback Whale Song. Wow, so cool. I'm, I'm so fascinated by the way, you know, and th- all this stuff is around us. It's not like new, you know, this is what, <laughs> this is the world that we live in. So um, oh, I just thought that was such a, a wonderful idea and now I just fully embrace it. I, I put it on all my posts on social media. I just, <laughs> it makes, it sums me up completely and uh, my attitude towards music. So I, I, I sort of, it's like a enough said, that's it. 
No, you know? it's a great <laughs> adage and, and it's, it's powerful and it's empowering and it's wonderful. I thank you for that. We're going to go on a short commercial break. More about the Bitov method when we come back. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. Kristen, I love that singers and musicians and dancers and artists of all kinds, I was amazed in the film, all the different types of artists, performing artists, visual artists that come to teach and, and, to, and, and to be part of this community. And there's such a uniqueness of the artists who are part of the Bitchov Method. What kind of creators do you attract? And, and can you tell us more about that? Sure. We meet every... Uh, Friday, our team, and uh, we get together to sum up what happened. We reflect on the things that we've learned. We've shared some of the things that work, that doesn't work. And we talked about, um, you know, what type of person would be ideal to be part of our academy if we move forward and we wanted to incorporate more artists? What, What are the characteristics? And what we discovered is that someone, it's someone who is, um, someone who is very gentle, someone who has um, the ability to be a active listener, someone who lives in the present moment, someone who's curious, someone who um, desires to know um, about someone else. And we do have professional artists. So someone who has, you know, who is working hard within their professional field, who is seeking to, to better themselves within their, their artistic medium that they're choosing. It's important that they, they are professionals and that they, that they bring something, um, to our members where, um, which enriches people's lives. And so I, I do think the combination of the professional artistry that they offer, as well as the personality that someone um, is just, that just wants to, to know. So how can artists come to you? Is, is there, what, what, what's the process? Sure. Um, well, they uh, are more than welcome to to be able to email us directly, and um, my contact info is info at the bit of method. Yeah, we have some really beautiful artists that have come on that volunteer to offer their time. So we have a great relationship with the Glen Gould School, and they have offered us free concerts for the last couple of months, um, which has been so beautiful and amazing to have. Again, this beautiful artist. They're amazing musicians and being able to offer live music, even if it is through Zoom, is such a gift. So we, um, yeah. 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 How, how, Kristen, can you tell us about 
how the dots a bit of academy, like whose brainchild the academy was and how it all evolved. Sure. So the academy came from um, a philosophy. So from York University, Simon has spoken quite a bit about Christine. She is uh, there in the nursing department in York and with other uh, fellow colleagues of her um, came up with the philosophy. And then they partnered up with the uh, the Bito family who are amazing um, supporters of the work that we do and are a big part of um, why we exist today, along with uh, UHN. So the University Health Network um, was essentially our employers. They We are a project of UHN. And as uh, also Simon mentioned, Pia Contos is a researcher there who is a big part of the philosophy. So several different um, uh, researchers and and teams got together to be able to imagine what this could look like. Um, And it came together really nicely in a really beautiful space. It is quite unfortunate that we had to close our doors. We were um, in this really amazing space um, in the CNIB building right on the ravine. So we had access to a really lovely um, space. And then uh, through a lot of reflection and research of living sort of week to week, day by day, uh, we discovered what works and what doesn't work. And we continue to do that. That's part of the philosophy is, is about getting together and talking about what works and what doesn't work and forever being flexible and forever being curious and continuing to, um, to seek a way to be able to to improve and to to work collaboratively. It sounds like you're just dancing in the moment, just like the beautiful dance and the singing and the music you provide. You're dancing in the moment and figuring it out, and and it's beautiful. Um, there's a wonderful clip, Simon, from the film where one of the program assistants, Francis Francisco, talks about the very unique way that people are treated at the academy. Can we roll that clip? We believe that a person is a person, not a person is a patient. A person that you respect, a person that you can share laugh and tears and joys and sadness and emotion. That is the belief and the philosophy that we have. So lovely to hear his voice again. I haven't heard Francis' voice for a while. I know. That just made me cry. A person is a person. If you could just speak to that, Simon, because that really touched my soul. Yeah. We forget that when someone has dementia, and it's so important that we not forget that. And I I always said hugs, laughter, and music are a very quick way to reach someone. Yeah, you know, it's so true that the the real thing that is important is, is, is relationship and connection. You know, whatever else is going on, if it can facilitate that, and make that happen, which music and the arts can do most certainly, but also laughter can do it beautifully. You really connect with someone, you laugh, and you see the funny side of something. And of course, physical connection, you know, touching and hugging and the amount of people and, and, and all the dancing I, I've done with, <laughs> with so many different people, I mean, it's just so good and it, it's good for everyone you know it's not like one thing someone's giving to someone else it's just it's it's for everyone and it's all there all the time for us to tap into if we choose that's just gorgeous there's another beautiful song in the film called sing to the sun simon can you tell us what this song is all about and how it came to be 
Sing to the Sun is one of the songs I wrote with the folks at the Academy. Often when spring comes around, it's, it's such a, like it is for us all. It's a wonderful time of emerging from the winter and wow, you know, it's starting to warm up and all these beautiful little flowers are coming up and the trees are starting to, and you know, and everyone, everyone feels uh, so lifted and their spirits lift and smiling. And I wanted to reflect that in a song and bring everyone's ideas to, to it. And I remember just seeing a couple of tulips in my garden the ones that survived our dog. <laughs> and they seem to just be, these two tulips were just singing to the sun, ah! you know, following it around the sky. <laughs> and so I just had this idea for this song. And then we, you know, I took that to the folks and, hey, I've got a few chords. What do you think? Yeah, we love it. So we, and we, fl- we added the words to it. And then another lovely thing I really love to do, and I've done this in a few songs, is I record spoken word pieces that the, the folks say, things that they've uh, come up with themselves to reflect whatever theme. And um, putting some music with spoken word is a magical thing. Something happens that's way greater than the sum of its parts. And to now hear some of these beautiful voices, some of the folks are no longer with us, you know? And there they are, immortalized, really. And they're, and they're beautiful, rich reflection on springtime is there and it's very very moving and powerful and it's lovely that's so lovely they're there and their families and and all the other members of the community can enjoy them really in their bliss because it sounds to me in like their bliss right that's that's the they're in their bliss they're in their happy place and and in their passion and and you guys are making that possible which is amazing let's have a listen to sing to the sun Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. That's so lovely. Simon, music is a way of bringing back memories, and that's very, very powerful. And I loved in the film when Dr. Al Power said there are many broken connections with dementia, but there are millions and billions of connections that are not damaged. Can you elaborate on this? That that quote from Al Power is, to me, is the sort of heart and soul of the whole film, really. He kind of just nails it there because it's it's looking at the person Mm -hmm. that you're with for all that they have, not what they don't have, you know. And um, it's a it's the classic thing, you know. If you if you approach something with love and joy and positive intent, mm-hmm. that's what will emerge from it. If you if you approach it with fear or with concentrating on on what isn't there, that's probably where you're going to end up, you know. And um, another part of it. I remember discussing this with Christine once was that, you know, music therapy has a wonderful um, role to play. What, what we do is not music therapy. It's not therapy. It's not uh, um, art therapy. It, it's, we're, we're, we're tapping into what the arts have inherently in them, which is this ability to connect people. And we're not trying to treat Folks here, we're not trying. We, we don't have an outcome in mind. Mm-hmm. We, we're we're just being with them in this moment, and 
yeah. the arts really allow that to happen, support you in that. In such a beautiful way. Kristen, another thing that I really, and I love that, uh, Simon, that you just talked about, because I agree with you, that's the crux of the film and the crux of all of this. And another part that I felt was instrumental to all of it was, what can we learn from people with dementia yes. about living in present moment awareness? What can we learn? We always think that people with dementia, we have to help them and we're not, they're, they're learning from us. No, 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 no. We can learn from them as well. What can we learn from them, Kristen? For sure. I think what's really lovely about the philosophy and relational caring and, and what you're touching on is it's a two-way relationship. So what I've discovered along the way, being part of the um, the Dasa Bitov and now the Bitov method, is that um, is that there's a real value in being able to um to learn being present. I think I've said this and I'll say it again, just being able to be um to be spontaneous. Um, it sort of reminds me as well of one of our members uh, had a real love for a theater and for improv. And so whenever we would be in the moment together, we just start making faces at one <laughs> another. And next thing you know, there's a whole scene that happens out of nowhere. We've just created this moment together. And it's just lovely because I don't think that I have that sort of um, letting go with all people. And whenever I'm in the moment with people, especially people living with memory loss, I really release a lot of like thinking forward, thinking backward. I'm really, it's such a blessing to be able to live presently with people. And they remind me that it's possible to do that. And the immense amount of joy that I get out of just being, um, being um, surprised by what I am able to do in the presence of others. Mm -hmm. so, it's so true. And I love at the end of the film, the woman Sheru is interviewed at the end of the film about how she feels when she's dancing. I know I touched on this earlier, but, and she says she just feels happy. Music really does help make you happy. And it's, it's just such a great thing to hold on to. And I think the work that you guys are doing is just absolutely beautiful. What is bliss for Kristen Bartlett? Hmm. Being blissful. Um, I think to for me to feel a sense of bliss is to um, is to be able to go out on a really lovely day and be able to be a part of nature, part of my community. Um, to be able to feel whole and connected and to feel um, like I have a purpose. I think have tapping into why I'm here and um, and what uh, what I can offer and what other people offer me makes me feel blissful. Lovely. And Simon Law, what is bliss for, for you? Um, I think it's, it's music related, <laughs> but I've discovered bliss now uh, not just from creating music myself, but I've I've discovered a blissful um, place to to create music and enjoy music and share music with our community of, of people living with dementia and see how that unfolds. That place there is blissful to me. I've learned so much. I'm learning so much all the time. You know? I think that you guys are just doing absolutely beautiful work in this world, like really beautiful, life-changing, life-altering, transformative, blissful work. And I just applaud you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And the Bitov Method and the Dotsa. 
Vitov Academy. How can people sign up for these beautiful classes to be part of this wonderful community? And also, I'm going to say follow you on social media. But let's start with how people can just get in on this wonderful place. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Um, the best place would be to check out our website. We do have a lot of information there. And then all of our classes, given that they're online, people can book um, directly online and get an email for like a Zoom link to join us there. Nice. Um, the website address. What's the website address just for our listeners? That's great. Yes. <laughs> it's www.thebitovmethod.com, like our name. Um, and uh, they have the ability to also check out a lot of the work that we've done. We have a beautiful newsletter that's sent out bi-weekly um, and a beautiful blog as well, where we are able to capture all the artwork that's done within our classes. And we do share it that way. So it's a lovely way to see what we've been up to and how we're able to connect with people. That's just wonderful. And social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, are you? Uh, how can people connect with you in that way? We're on LinkedIn uh, and as well on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Um, it's at the Bit of Method. And uh, YouTube is a good space as well. You can see some of the really beautiful music that's been created. And we did a beautiful promo video there. Um, so you can hear some of the testimonies from some of our members and some of our care partners talking about how we do things and, and how it impacts them and their families. And Music is Life, how can people watch the film? Um, music is Life, uh, if you go to musiclifefilm.com, yeah. all one word, musiclifefilm.com, takes you to that website and the film pops up. And there's lots of other little bits there actually about the making of it. And uh, oh, there's a fabulous um, karaoke version of the song. So you can sing along. The words go along and you can just rock out to that song. Sing it to the top of your voice. That's so wonderful. <laughs> Pretend to be an earth, wind and fire. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm just not going to let anybody hear. <laughs> I want to thank you both so much, Kristen Bartlett and Simon Law, for being on Finding Your Bliss, Jay. It was really great having you here and having this eye-opening and wonderful conversation with you. Oh, thank you for having thank us. Thank you so much been a real pleasure. Thank you. For sure. If you're interested in the Bitov Method, just reach out to thebitovmethod.com for more information. And you can also write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. We also encourage you all to visit us at the Finding Your Bliss magazine, findingyourbliss.com. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. I would like to thank my guests, Kristen Bartlett and Simon Law, for being on the show today. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center, and our crew and everyone at Zoomer. This show has been recorded by Squadcast. For all of us here at Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Liebrach, reminding you that music is a universal language that can move us deeply. And it's often one of the ways that people with dementia can express themselves and take one step closer to finding their bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.